Uh, welcome to this week's episode of the Wrestle Strong Dojo podcast, where we talk about all things Wrestle Strong Dojo. The episode that we're going to be reviewing today is episode 20 of season three, Destiny Awaits. My name is Elliot, and as always, I'm joined by Sean. Sean, how are you going? I'm doing tremendous, Elliot. Thank you very much for asking. It's uh, it's my favourite time of the year. It's summertime. It's nice and warm as we uh, as we record this episode. And man, I'm enjoying a cold beverage next to me, and I'm looking forward to going over this show because no word of a lie, after watching it, I was pumped. This is the episode that put the strong back in a wrestle strong dojo without a doubt my favorite episode of season three so far yeah i'll definitely agree with you on that um i do have thoughts on this episode uh but i'll share that towards the end of this uh episode of the podcast but um let's get to talking about this particular episode uh we kicked start the show with uh, jack hellering and it seems as though he's still on the hunt for members for the solution Yes, uh, we're seeing more and more of the solution come together. Uh, at the start, it, it seemed like uh, that Jack Hellering was more of a more of a frustrated salesman, but um, looks like his frustration is is starting to turn him. And less than uh, well, he's been described by some as more of a goth thing, but I, I don't see it as a goth. I I just see it as a uh, pretty much of a, a dark figure who's um, managed to just gets people under his not his spell but under his umbrella if you understand what i mean there where he's he's captured their psyche other people that feel disenchanted just as he does so he he's gone we have seen him do a lot of recruiting uh not not a lot of that recruiting's worked but so far he has managed to get his fingernails into a couple of wrestlers from the wrestle strong dojo roster yeah, one of those wrestlers is Lasora, and uh, um, we hear from Lasora, and uh, he makes it clear that he wants nothing to do with the solution. Yeah, Lasora, he's obvi- obviously been fielding calls from uh, Jack Hellering. Uh, looks like uh, Hellering's getting more and more frustrated with the the rejection of his advances. Uh, Lasora's sticking to his guns, but. I personally, I just think that's going to make uh, the solution just that bit more dangerous. Yeah, it is. And um, after the promo from Lasora, we then hear from Metal Corey as well. Yeah, it's good to hear from Metal Corey. We've only uh, we've only seen a little bit of Metal Corey so far, but I'm impressed. Uh, the heavyweight of heavy metal, what a cool nickname! I love it. And uh, hey, he's a big bopper, big boy, uh, big hits. I'm really excited to see this match between uh, Lasora and Metal Corey. Yeah, and that is the first match that we're going to be talking about in this episode of Wrestle Strong Dojo. Metal Corey taking on Lasora. The match going six minutes, six seconds, where, you know, the previous mention, Jack Hallering makes his presence felt uh, with this match going to a no contest when uh, uh, Metal Corey was able to get the uh, the old. Uh, what was that move called again? The uh, with the giant swing. A giant swing hits the giant swing, oh. and uh, Lasora goes outside. And who's there to greet him? But um, uh, our friend, well, not our friend, but somebody who's trying to go after Lasora, <laughs> Mister Jack Hellering. 
Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to watch you there, Elliot. When you're talk, talking about Jack Hellering and uh, CJ Young as our friend, uh, starting to think that maybe he might be taking a bit of bribes from the solution. Maybe he's starting to get to me now. Maybe this is part of what he does. Whoa, whoa. So not only is he trying to branch out into the wrestling world, but he's trying to get the wrestling podcast too. Who's next, Conrad Thompson? This is an outrage. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, Jack Hellering and uh, CJ Young greet him uh, outside the ring in this match going to a no contest. Um, unfortunately for Jack Hellering and CJ Young, uh, the night didn't end too well for them. No, it didn't. And uh, look, it's a bit of a shame that the solution got involved here because before they did get involved, we had a cracker of a match. Uh, Metal Corey and Lasora were very, very evenly matched in this one. Uh, neither one trying to take shortcuts, neither one trying to uh, uh, pull the wool over the referee's eyes. We were getting a hard-hitting uh, technical match, and I was really, really enjoying it. It's a shame that the solution did get involved. Um, obviously, CJ Young is now part of the solution. We've seen him take a bit of a turn. He was, well, a bit of a, you know, country boy, white meat, baby face kind of guy, but it looks like Jack, he's fallen under Jack Hellering's spell. And uh, yeah, part of the solution got involved. And well, this is the one time that getting involved didn't work out. Uh, Elliot, would you like to explain what happened to poor CJ in this one? Poor CJ. Um, I don't think they got the memo that um, Lasora had one of his best friends at ringside, which was his trusty cane. Um, Lasora uh, getting uh, CJ Young with an almighty whack to the back, um, uh, leaving him worse for wear. And we uh, we finish the match with, uh, you know, CJ Young and Jack Hellering sort of retreating, um, you know, worse for wear. Yeah, the old tail between your legs go out to the back egg- exit. But uh, I tell you what, I was there in the, the crowd for that day. and. As much as the, thankfully, the the microphones picked up the energy in the crowd, but the one thing they didn't pick up was how loud that crack was across CJ's back. Lasora definitely gave it to him. And I don't know if you've been hit by bamboo, but he's, uh, it's quite unforgiving. Uh, I feel sorry for CJ because mate, we heard some vicious chops. We heard some big slams, but nothing was as bad as that kendo stick right across his back. Look, I don't know how it feels, and uh, if I'm honest, I'm not going to want to feel that because I also saw pictures of the back of CJ Young, and it did not look nice. No, I I believe it's um, is it? I think it's still corporal punishment in Singapore. Uh, it was punishment dished out by Lasora, that's for sure. And if I could talk about. Uh, the, these two wrestlers in particular, Middle Corey and Lasora, um, this is a true testament to Wrestle Strong Dojo and the training uh, that they provide because you wouldn't know it, but we've got a couple of wrestlers here who uh, haven't been wrestling for all too long, but watching the match, you wouldn't have thought that they have only been wrestling for about a year or so. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, the, they left it all out in the ring. They came prepared. They were prepared to fight. They were prepared prepared to wrestle. They were prepared to strike. They were prepared to grapple. 
And thankfully, because not only are the preparation they put in, but also the heart they put into the match. So I could feel that both of them wanted to win that match. And not, not only I could, but the crowd could as well. And we could really hear that coming through the microphones there. Yeah, it was a match where the crowd was uh, 50-50 by the sounds of it. Um, uh, both wrestlers, I look forward to seeing them later on down the track in WrestleStrong Dojo. And it seems as though the fans are pretty keen to see more as well, judging by the reaction that they had to this particular match. Yeah, we might be podcasters about WrestleStrong Dojo, but we're both fans as well. And I know as a fan, I'm upset that this match was a no contest because that match definitely deserved a winner. I'm looking forward to further down the track, some more Metal Corey and Lasora matches. Oh, Metal Corey versus Lasora too, maybe. Uh, definitely look forward to uh, seeing that. And then after this match, we go into a promo from one of my favorite wrestlers from WrestleStrong Dojo, Fabian. Um, I'll tell you what, Sean, if you were to play a drinking game during this promo, uh, where you'd have to take a sip of your alcoholic beverage or take a shot every time you heard the word Fabian, um, yeah, you'd be you be feeling the best at the end of, what was it, two or three minutes of this promo. I don't think you need to worry about a hangover if you're playing that drinking game. You need to worry about alcohol poisoning. Talk about having tickets on yourself. This guy has an ego bigger than Texas, but I'll give it to him. I can't look away. Whenever he's on the screen, I need to find out what is happening. Yeah, me too. Um, Fabian, obviously, well, from what he's telling us, he's a man in demand. A lot of people are asking many questions of him. So I guess we just have to, you know, wait and see what the future for Fabian holds within WrestleStrong Dojo. It'll be very interesting. And uh, you had a bit of a Freddie Mercury look going on here, which uh, I'm a massive Queen fan. And <laughs> reality is, who isn't? So who knows? Uh, I, I like the Fabian look there too. Yeah, and after the Fabian promo, we get a promo from Mr. Banjo Powers. And he's accompanied by by the Crossface Club. And uh, he's, he's bad-mouthing poor old the vanilla killer, Ryan Miller. Yes, it seems that uh, whatever comes out of Banjo's mouth is one of two things. Either A, he's talking about himself and how great he is, or B, he's talking about how much the other person sucks. And uh, yeah, we got one of those classic Banjo promos this time telling us how good he is, his championship reign, about how Ryan Miller wasn't on his level. Um I don't know about you, but Ryan Miller, he's been very impressive for the entire uh, WrestleStrong Dojo, not just season three, but season two and one beforehand. He's been one of the one of the stars, to be honest. But uh, it's a shame to hear not just Banjo, the champ, talk him down, but hearing one of our former heroes, Dean Draven, he looks like there's just been a weight taken off his shoulder and he's got a mean streak about him. Uh, he was putting down his former tag team partner, Ryan Miller, and geez, didn't Crossface Club think that was a whole bunch of laughs? Yeah, they did. And I guess this also squashed the rumours that uh, Ryan Miller was the the child, the son of Dean Draver, because I'm pretty sure no father will talk like that about their own son. Uh, what was even more funnier uh, during this promo 
um, was Banjo Powers was having a bit of a laugh at the at the reign of Ryan Miller holding the junior heavyweight title. Um, and it was Dean Draven that was also laughing about him being a five-second champ when I'm pretty sure uh, last week we saw Mr. Dean Draven basically be a five-second champ himself. Yeah. In fact, if anything, the first coin of chance, Banjo Powers took that, took him, I'd say, 10 times as long to win the belt in comparison to how long it took Dean Draven to lose his belt. So maybe he should keep those chuckles for another day. Yeah, I did think that was a little bit rich coming from uh, Dean Draven. After this, we get another very passionate promo from Aragon. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Aragon with his promo, Sean. Yeah, the human tank. I mean, he's he's definitely built. He's got that uh, almost a mix between Vader and Taz about him. You know, just his body style and his his body size, sorry, and his style of wrestling. Um, he's he's letting us know he's not here to be counted. He's not here just to make up the numbers. He's here to be counted. He really wants to show everybody his skills. And he wants to make his way to the top. So I'm looking forward to more, more, more of Aragon. Well, he's got a perfect opportunity to make his way to the top because the next match uh, sees Adam Vicar taking on Aragon in what I believe is one of the best matches of this season so far. Uh, the match going eight minutes, just over eight minutes, eight minutes, one second, where Adam Vicar was able to pick up the victory with the pump handle slam. This was a great match where you saw both wrestlers display their particular set of skills. I don't know about you, Sean, but I absolutely love this match. No, no, I'm bang on with you, Elliot. I loved this match. This was a tremendous match. I mean, the commentators put it perfectly. We had grappling. So we've seen Adam Vicar, different styles of grappling. He's got an MMA background and jiu-jitsu background. Uh, he, he's fought a guy like a catch-as-catch-can grappler in, in Dean Draven. Uh, now he's facing more of an amateur-style wrestler real wrestler as he likes to call himself in Aragon and this match was tremendous they were uh, back and forth Aragon left it all out in the ring but the reality was he was facing our first ever Wrestle Strong Dojo heavyweight champion he was up there with the big dogs uh, he did not look out of place whatsoever but a couple more strings the bow in Adam Fakar's uh, repertoire he got the victory. That pump handle slam was enough to get the win. The one, two, three. But tell you what, uh, Aragon, a lot to work from out of that match. Yeah, it was. And I get the feeling we're seeing a bit of a different Adam Fakar as well. You talk about, you know, Dean having the weight off his shoulder, um, not having to, uh, I guess, be that guy anymore. Um, but also, prior to the uh, this match in the beginning, it's quite clear that there is frustration from Adam Fakar. And I did get the feeling that we saw a bit of a different Adam Fakar in this match that we've, pre that we've seen from previous uh, Adam Fakar matches. Oh, yeah. Like, previously, we've seen uh, Adam's had the drive to be the best. And uh, he made it to the top. Well, we can't deny that. He had the gold. He's the first ever and longest reigning Wrestle Strong Dojo heavyweight champion. Uh, he is no longer champion. 
and that must tear him apart, especially considering how he lost the title. Um, he's a man of principle. I mean, geez, he re- he fights for the kids, like literally. Not only does he go out in the ring, but he does it day in, day out. This is a man of principle. He wouldn't take this down lightly. So uh, I, th- I think we are seeing a different side of Adam, but uh, it's more of a righteous anger than it is a vengeful anger, like uh, we unfortunately we've seen from Dean Draven. Yeah, once again, fantastic match. Um, I'd recommend after watching it once, watch it again because I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Me too. Uh, we so far along in this this whole episode, we've had two bangers of matches. I've loved them. Yeah, and look, the banger the bangers of matches don't stop there. We've got one more match to talk about, but before we do, uh, we've got a couple of promos. We've got banjo. Once again, doing the banjo thing. What else can I say? You reckon uh, Banjo somehow puts a, I don't know, drops a brown paper bag off with the editors to get a bit more banjo on the screen? Because, geez, he loves it. He loves it when he's on there, doesn't he? Geez, he thinks a lot of himself. Uh, I know Fabian has a big ego, but damn it, this Banjo character, oh, he's... He's gone from one of my favorite wrestlers to, geez, I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, just really um, getting on my nerves as a viewer who enjoys Wrestle Strong Dojo to, uh, you know, the fact that this guy is the junior heavyweight champion, um, you know, doesn't sit very well with me. I'm not very happy with it, but, you know, unfortunately, I've got to give the guy credit because, you know, he is a junior heavyweight champion. I guess whatever he's doing, I guess it's working for him. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really, you know, put your finger on it. He's, he talks the talk, but the fact that he's got the gold means that he can walk the walk. So I guess we're just going to have to deal with Banjo as long as we have to. Yeah, we're also going to have to deal with Lido as well. And uh, we've got the Lido creature feature as well, uh, a weekly fixture on Russell Strong Dojo. Yeah, yeah. Um... So turns out that she's not just a uh, <coughs> excuse me. So it turns out she's not just a a, a lichen or a mythical creature. Now she's also a fortune teller, a soothsayer, if you will. Um, I'm not sure exactly if it's a crystal ball or if she's just shaking a magic eight ball, because uh, apparently she's just seeing what she wants to see in there. Yeah, you know what? I think so too. I think she likes to view the world from Leto's perspective, and uh, I think that's basically it for Leto. Yep, yep. Not nah, fair enough. Uh, what Leto sees is what Leto wants. And uh, look, what we wanted was uh, a banger of a match, and we got that. Uh, the main event of this particular episode, Banjo Powers, the champion, defending his title against the previous champion, the vanilla killer, Ryan Miller. This match going 13 minutes, 53 seconds, when Banjo Powers was able to hit that straight jacket. And uh, from there, he was able to pick up the one, two, three. Yeah, it was a great match. I mean, we've been waiting long and hard for Ryan to get his, uh, his return match. I mean, he'd worked so hard to finally get that belt only for Banjo to snatch it off him. Uh, both these men 
they came to fight. The crowd was pumped. The crowd was hyped. They really wanted to see Ryan Miller get the one, two, three. Uh, Banjo came out with, oh, I hate to say it, but it's one of the most beautiful robes I've seen. Damn it, if it didn't look good. Uh, it's too too good of a robe for a man like that. But, uh, geez, when the match came out, these guys, this was all heart. I mean, Ryan Miller wanted that. He'd worked so hard for that opportunity. He wanted that belt. But Banjo Powers, he'd also worked hard to get there, and he was not under any circumstances going to give that belt up. Great match. Uh, physical, technical, high-flying. The crowd was excited. The crowd was pumped. I love a good Gales crowd. They were there for it. But uh, now you're right, Banjo, one, two, three, and he's still our champion. Yeah, you know, I talked about the previous match, a different Adam. I get the feeling we also saw a different Ryan in this match. He comes to the ring. There was just something different about him. I just think that, you know, normally he's a bit of a, you know, I don't want to say like a, a comedy type wrestler, but, you know, he no, does. More, more happy-go-lucky. Happy-go, that's the one, you know, and I didn't see much happy-go-lucky from Ryan Miller in this particular match, and it showed. Um, this was an excellent match, awesome match. Unfortunately, like a lot of Crossface Club matches where Crossface Club members are involved, there is a little bit of interference from um, people outside. Take that away. This is just another excellent match. And uh, um, yeah, I'd go back and watch this for anybody who's who's a fan of Wrestle Strong Dojo, a fan of wrestling, fan of junior heavyweight wrestling, go back and watch this match because this is a banger. Yep, you are right. And uh, it's amazing that somehow in Lido's crystal ball, she couldn't see the interference in this match. I I'm gobsmacked. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that if you were to ask her about it, she would probably pretend it didn't happen as well. Because as you said uh, earlier, you know, it's all just from her perspective and, uh, I do interact with Leto, unfortunately, on the social media. And uh, what she chooses to remember is, um, yeah, it's laughable at, at times. Yeah, it, it is a real shame that uh, this match was marred by that because it was fantastic. I mean, it was back and forth, both men doing all they could. Banjo, he, he's got the ego, but it's deserved. He's got all the tools necessary. It's just a shame that he has to uh, resort to that kind of thing with the Crossface Club. But we were talking before about, yeah, different Adam, a righteous anger. This was a righteous Ryan Miller. He was there to right those wrongs. But uh, unfortunately for him, he just fell just a touch short. And, uh, yeah, Banjo has that strap wrapped tightly around his waist. Yeah, Banjo, um, I think he's going on to become the longest reigning uh, Wrestle Strong Dojo Junior Heavyweight Champion. Uh, look, you know, we can say what we want about Banjo, about the, the promos, being full of himself. The, you know, at the end of the day, the guy not only talks the talk, but he walks the walk. Um, you know, he is the Wrestle Strong Dojo Junior Heavyweight Champion, and I think he displayed why he is the Wrestle Strong Dojo Junior Heavyweight Champion. In this particular match. Yep. The, uh, as the old saying goes, the proof is in the pudding. So uh, lo love him or hate him. 
and there I'm from the sounds of sounds of the crowd. There's a lot of people that hate him. You have to give him his uh, his just desserts. He is the champ, whether you like it or not. Yeah, and also this match, I'd I'd probably say, in in my opinion, this is probably one of the best title matches that we've seen in Wrestle Strong Dojo in all season one, two, and three. In my opinion, um, that we've seen. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, no, you will not hear an argument from me. In fact, to be honest, there's not there's very, very, very few title matches that don't live up to the hype. Every time has been a fantastic match. This one went above and beyond. There's been a few matches like that so far. This one, one of those as well. This is a great episode. As I said early on, it's sensational. The three matches that we had were absolutely perfect, letting you know this is what happens at a Wrestle Strong dojo show yeah you know what you said it perfectly and beginning of the show i wanted to talk about this episode as a whole and give my thoughts on it i looked at this episode and i just felt you know there there are a lot of fans of wrestling that watch and they probably question themselves whether or not they can actually get in there and and wrestle um i would say if anybody out there has a feeling or an inkling that they may want to give wrestling a try and whether or not they can do it or not. This is a perfect show. What we saw at the beginning of the show, a couple of rookies, one-on-one, you wouldn't have thought they're rookies. The second match, two wrestlers with previous experience, you know, you've got uh, Aragon with the, uh, with the wrestling, with the ground wrestling and Adam Vicar MMA. And then you've got the junior heavyweight match, which was just, unbelievable i just feel as though this particular show for anybody out there who may be thinking that they want to give professional wrestling a try this is the show to watch oh yeah definitely you 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 hit the nail on the head um if you've ever gone you know what i'd like to try i think i have what it takes and not just a, a fantasy in the sky this is a great episode to see what happens when you put in the work and the effort comes out through great, great effort from that first match. You, you perfectly said it. You didn't have no idea that these guys were rookies. They're well-trained, but not only that, they're inspired to go out and do their best. Yeah. Um, I don't think we could say anything more about this show. We, I think we're both in agreement that this was a fantastic show. Um, and now I just can't wait to see what else Wrestle Strong Dojo has in store for us. It's going to be very hard to top this because this was a great episode. Um, but I know we've got so much more to come. I mean, geez, we, we've got our first taste of Crossface Club Dean Draven. Ugh. Ugh. Yes. Mommy. Well, like, it's just, uh, um, we, we've got Adam Fakar, you know, not so much on a rampage, but like fighting to get his title back. We've got Elmas Terrible to come up, our new WrestleStrong Dojo yep, heavyweight yep. champion. And we've got to see so much more of people. We've only had just a taste of being debuting, whether that be in a rumble, whether it be a tag match, whether it be one single match. But so much more to see. I'm really looking forward to this next episode. The, the last episode, definitely my favorite of season three. Can't wait for the next episode. Look, and uh, the great thing is, is that we get to talk about 
more of these great episodes, Sean. And I look forward to doing it again with you next week. Yep, so do I. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Elliot, always a pleasure.